Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Welcome in. Hope you're traveling safe if that's how you're listening to us. It is the Doug Gottlieb Shows. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Getting ready for a game set. Seven tonight, Heats and Celtics from Boston. Winner gets the Nuggets in the NBA Finals. That will start in Denver on Thursday. It's been the topic uh, ever since Saturday night when Boston survived winning on the tip-in by Derek White in Game 6 with just uh, no time left as uh, the basketball leaving his fingers at about point one on the clock and then going through the hoop and net. So the Celtics force a Game 7. The oh-what-could-have-beens uh, for the Miami Heat have been talked about so much. But Aaron, you touched on this a bit earlier, and I think it's a good time to put a microscope on it. You know, the, the Heat so close to an NBA Finals, uh, getting back there after they did just a few years ago in the bubble uh, when they faced the Lakers in 2020 would be nice for Jimmy Butler's resume. Maybe they'd get Tyler Hero back. But what would have happened on the Boston side of things if the sh- clock had expired or if the tipping didn't go down uh, really could have been 
major. Uh, the best way to put it, the moves that we could have seen in Boston could have been major if Derek White doesn't save the day on Saturday night. There's so many different variables, and you know this is one of the fun things about sports. And you know, fun is relative. I know somebody potentially could lose their job, so you know you want to be sensitive to that. But how one thing can change history, and it'd be very interesting. And I think this is a conversation that we're going to be having throughout this show. Obviously, everybody reacting to Game Seven will be having. Should the Celtics lose, is that? Um, it's just it's just an interesting dynamic of right now the Celtics have won three in a row. They've made believers out of all of us. They're a heavy favorite tonight. We all expect them to advance to the NBA Finals. But, you know, if that shot doesn't go in, they're not playing a Game 7. They haven't overcome history to force a Game 7 and potentially made history by winning it. And I do think a lot of the questions that we had after Game 4 about Joe Mazzulla, about the future of this organization, uh, would be very much in play. And so I I do wonder if... I I think we have to wait before we make any definitive declarations that Joe Mazzulla has definitively saved his job. I mean, listen, if they get blown off their home court tonight in a Game 7, then it's a different conversation. Then we go back to all the same conversations we were having. They were inconsistent. They weren't great at home. They were the higher seed. They were heavily favored. So... I don't know that anything definitive has been decided by overcoming the 0-3 deficit, but it sure does feel like it's trending that way, where this core almost certainly feels like it'll be back. And I know everybody's talked about the financial dynamics that would come with uh, Jalen Brunson's or Jalen Brown's extension, excuse me. Um, And I also feel like at this point, Joe Mazzulla's got to feel pretty good that he has probably done enough to keep his job as well. You know, it was a it was a tough go, and honestly, a lot of this stuff gets magnified. And even the Celtics front office was criticized uh, recently in this playoffs because of how quickly they gave Missoula the head coaching job and signed him to a contract, uh, just because of their start in the regular season. I do think that, I mean, obviously these things take time. Boston was put in a situation because of Ime Udoka, um, and then Will Hardy had left for the Utah Jazz, where you're going, you know, further down on that list that you maybe, uh, you know, would rather not have, but you're just in that situation, and the season is near, and all right, let's roll with it. I do think that there are some things that have helped Missoula, and again, you and I, uh, you know, disagree on the on the Marcus Smart shot. I I. I wouldn't doubt if Missoula in that huddle is like, we need to get a shot up, you know, quick so we can maybe get that sort of, you know, second chance rebound. Um, he kind of fell backwards into the, to the really the play that saved the game, but his challenge on the Al Horford foul of Jimmy Butler allowed them to put more time on the clock. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you get, I don't know if you get credit for that, but I will say this: he had a challenge to use. And, you know, when you watch, watch NFL games sometime and just take note at some of the better coaches and then some of the not so good coaches, watch how many timeouts they have at the end of the game. Just, Mm. just, just watch. And, and that, some of that stuff tells you, all right, um, you know, are, are, are the players well coached? Sure. Veteran quarterback can help you. But if you have one timeout and you're in a close game, um, and it's the two-minute warning of the fourth quarter, that's not ideal. And there may be extreme circumstances on why you needed to take a timeout, but ideally you'd like to have three in your pocket if you could use. And there are times in games where people want to challenge things, 
and you hold on to it and to be able to to wait that 47 minutes and 57 seconds to be able to use that challenge the 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 outcome Aaron may not have been what he wanted in terms of it's not a foul sort of thing however they did put more time back on the clock and because of the challenge they were able to win the game. So it may not have been the main reason why he did it, but he had a challenge to use, and it ended up benefiting Boston in that way. Let me ask you just the the most basic question. Do you think that it is still result-dependent, or do you think Joe Missoula has done enough to save his job? Like, Like, if they lose again at home, and let's say again they look unprepared, not competitive, maybe it's a double-figure loss. Do you think he? Do you think it's a definitive that he's done enough to come back or no? If they lose by double digits tonight, I don't think that he comes back. I agree. And the reason the, the reason that I feel that way is because I have absolutely, positively no idea how Miami rebounds from what happened Saturday. Yep. I, I, I just, I, I don't, Miami could have lost by 10 and they'd be in a better position. I agree. You know, then, you know, they, they could have lost by... To, they could have lost uh, – Marcus Smart's shot being made was a better scenario than the rebound Derek White tip-in for Miami. I know. Like, even if, if Smart's shot goes in and they lose on that, that is a better outcome than to lose on how they lost. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know – I have no idea how in the world you rebound from that, that sort of game. So, yes. if Boston isn't ready tonight – and the Heat somehow find a way to do it, that's going to be a tough explanation. No, and and, and I agree. And I agree. And I think, it, you know, it's easy, and this is what we do, right? But I, I think, by the way, this is what organizations do too. Um, I think it's easy to, to be one to play the hypothetical game. And I think it's easy for people at home to say, oh, that's over, you know, oh, so if they lose, so if he, if they win, he's great, and if they lose, he's terrible. It's like, no, but I, I do think how you lose is going to be a part of it be, for all of the, by the way, for it's for all the same reasons that we were talking about a week ago when they were down 0-3, which is, um, is he should he have gotten the job in the first place? He certainly wouldn't have under any normal circumstances. There are still, as we are are talking right now, very good opportunities, uh, very good head coaches, coaches that have won NBA titles that are available. Um, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, if we are bringing them back as a duo, are very much entering their prime. And do you want to waste another year of their prime uh, with a guy if you don't think he's the right guy? So. It's interesting because, you know, it, it sounds kind of dumb, like his like, like Joe Missoula's entire livelihood probably shouldn't come down to one game, and even within that game, uh, you know, it shouldn't come down to how his team looks for a 2, 4, 10, 12-minute stretch, but it really might, and, and if they were to lose by double figures, I would have no problem if uh, the Boston administration, the Boston f- management and front office made a decision to remove them. But I also could sit there and make the argument, okay, you know, they were the two seed. They were expected to be in the Easter Conference Finals. They were. They were a game away. I would have no fundamental issue either if he were to be retained as well. This is all, again, under the assumption that they were to lose. Uh, but I don't think, like, like, I don't think it's a dumb conversation to say, and I don't think we'd be having if if it was dumb to say that his entire livelihood could come down to not only if they win or lose today but how they look doing it. Yeah, and this isn't this isn't college football where you need to make your hire immediately and that they're Great call. Um, you know, 
I mean, there's there's time. It's not the NFL where you, you want to make the hire. I mean, you know, the Colts and, and Cardinals waited because their candidates were still playing. In the NBA right now, there are candidates out there. Heck, yep. the Sixers are still looking for a head coach. The Suns are still looking for a, for a head coach. So, and while maybe there's guys lined up, maybe, you know, Nick Nurse ends up going to one of the spots, you're going to have candidates that can take that that would be able to take that job. So they're not at risk. They're not at risk there. I also will say this on what I expect tonight. And I experienced it firsthand 15 years ago. And I know Lakers fans um, are not going to want this memory, but I think it did fuel them to win the, the, the titles the next two years or was that motivation. But there's something about certain nights in Boston, Aaron, and I even think you saw it in game five. Like they were ready for a party. Like they even they're down three one. You had the hey, don't let us get one game comments. It was going to be darn near impossible for the Heat to win Game Five, and I felt you felt that in the Boston crowd. I felt that you felt that they were they were ready. They were ready for a party, and I covered the 08 Finals when the Celtics beat the Lakers in six games, and because it was a blowout in nature. The uh, most of the second half, Aaron, was just a party and celebration. Sure. And I kid you not, it was it got louder and louder and more boisterous and joyful in that arena at every bucket the Celtics made as they were on their way to a title. In that sort of in that sort of spot, I thought we saw it in Game Five, and I think that you could see it. I think that you could see it in Game Seven. I. I this Boston team has been up and down throughout this entire playoffs. We saw it in the Sixers series. If if they would have just forced this game seven in a normal way and maybe not on a tip in, say they just won by six, I think the, the the pressure shifts back to them. I actually thought that if they that the pressure would be on them in game seven if they just won in game six. Now when you see how it was done and to see the position that Miami now has to walk into the arena after what they experienced much better situation for the Boston Celtics. And and with all of that being said, if they don't get it done tonight and somehow come out flat after what you expect from Miami, after what you expect from that Boston crowd tonight, then absolutely a change would have to be made. Yeah. I um, Like I said, I think it's hard, and this is a conversation we should be having, but it's hard to say definitively without knowing what the result is and what it looks like. Um, but it's fascinating. And again, it goes back to what we talked about in hour one about how one shot, one moment in time, Derek White can change so much about the the trajectory and the history of the, what's going on right now. Obviously, we could have a different finals result because of it. It's just fascinating to think about what that one play meant and what it will continue to mean going forward. It's just yeah. surreal. It's it's just it's it's crazy to think about because we've seen buzzer beaters before. We've seen uh, you know incredible shots, but for a team their season was on the line, maybe collectively the core of this team, the coach was there was just so much on the line that Derek White shot goes in and it just completely changes the narrative one way. But obviously, it could be completely changed another way if they don't if they don't close it out tonight. There was a part there. There was a point in this playoffs, Aaron, where the storyline was Celtics players finally convince Missoula to start Robert Williams. Sure, like that was that was the to, to go with the more defensive lineup, and we've seen we've seen how he is he has done 
when he's in the lineup, and he's not logging 38 minutes, but he's been a factor defensively, and it has. But it's not the, – the headline wasn't Missoula makes switch in lineup looks like genius. It's players <laughs> convince sure. Missoula to make lineup change. So with all of that, and honestly, just because – it could have been anybody, but it just happens to be Joe Missoula in that in that line. When you don't go through a proper coaching search and you have so much at stake, if it doesn't work out, sorry, there's no leeway. And and not working out would be losing game seven tonight when when everything was everything is going your way. And I thought it was gonna be different, Aaron. I, as I said, I thought even if Boston forces the game seven, that the pressure then would shift back to them because they would be the home team. But how things transpired in game six, that is not the case. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. Today's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Hit me up at Dan Byer on Fox. And coming up next, you wouldn't believe what happened this weekend in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll tell you what it is next year on Fox Sports Radio. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. We're live for the TireRack.com studios. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Hit me up at Dan Bayer on Fox if you want to win in on Game 7. If you think Joe Mazzula should stick around, uh, a lot to get to as uh, all eyes will be on Boston tonight for Game 7. Or Actually, Aaron, you know what? I'm going to correct myself. Some eyes may be on Dallas tonight. 
True. Or will they? It's time to play, Aaron. Mm. Lace up the skates. It's time for a little two lies and one cup Memorial Day edition here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, it's time for two lies, one cup. That's what I just said. I just said that. I just said that. John Ramos, no days off. Nope. You are in the hot seat again. Nope. Myself, Aaron Torres, and Monty Bolaños have three scenarios for John to hear. Two of those are lies. One of those occurred last night mm. or this weekend okay. in the Stanley Cup playoffs. John, are you ready to go? Dan, as I say all the time, I'm always ready. All right. Let's lace up the skates. I'll start. Aaron will give his scenario. Then Monty will wrap it up. Uh, Aaron, or excuse me, John <laughs> Roddick Foxa and the Stars stayed alive in their series with the Golden Knights by winning game five Saturday night in Vegas, four to two. Aaron, the ice is yours. Wait, I thought this was a oh, uh, We're all reading them? Yes. Oh, okay, yes. okay, okay. I so thought it he says Aaron. No, no, Aaron no, no, Colin. No. I get it. I thought Aaron he, Colin. He, then I, you read what's after it. Okay. Yeah. I thought he reacted to each individual one in between. I no, he's got to hear. He's got to hear all three okay. of them to decide what is true and what isn't. Because one of okay. them is a lie. Yes. Okay. No, no one p- of them is the truth. Two of them are lies. <laughs> all right. That part. <laughs> I now you got me confused. All right, Dan. Do you, do you want to reread and then I'll read yes, right into the next one? I was just a little confused. Icing. Icing on Fox Sports Radio. Let's. That's a real Yeah, let's have another face-off. Okay. Roddick, Foxa, and the Stars stayed alive in their series with the Golden Knights, winning Game 5 on Saturday night, 4-2 in Las Vegas. Harry Pitts stopped 28 shots for Dallas in a 4-2 Game 5 victory on Saturday night in Las Vegas. The Golden Knights lead the series three games to two. And Stein's two what? third. Wait, wait, say that. Sorry, your mic wasn't on. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I here? Am I here? Yeah. Yep. You're okay, here. Okay. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Frank and Stein's <laughs> two third period goals were the difference as the Stars stayed alive in their series with the Golden Knights, winning Game Five four to two on Saturday. All right, John. Let me tell you something, Dan, Monsi, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. This one's a tough one. Okay. And I'll tell you why it's a tough one. Because the three names you gave out <laughs> could all be crazy names. I'm going to start off with one of the lies. It's got to be Frank and Stein. <laughs> but I love the way Monsi delivered it. So am oh, I right with that well, one, Dan? Well, when you kept your mic off, you oh. came back with Einstein. <laughs> so that's like Einstein. Um, that Einstein is- <laughs> with the third goal of the third period. Okay. Uh, uh, that is correct. Monty's was a lie. Mm. Okay. Here's the tough one, though, because Harry P- <laughs> Harry Pitts okay. and the first one you said, which I wrote down as Rotsy Doxic, which I don't even think is the correct spelling of any name. But, Dan, I'm going to say that Aaron was the, the lie and you are the truth. You can't get it past him on this yeah. Memorial Day. John Ramos is correct. All right. Uh, the other names, uh, <laughs> Harry Pitts, obviously not in goal, but no. uh, just another great prank name. What a great name. And Frank N. Stein, maybe that was too obvious. <laughs> that was. With the middle initial. <laughs> and but I tried. You I sold it, you though, Monty, yeah. Tried. By the way, I would put Frankenstein in goal if I was. <laughs> I mean, uh, who would score? He's enormous, right? right. Well, remember, he's only afraid of one thing. Do you remember what that was? No. A puck to the face. Oh, oh sorry. No, no. Which movie was that? Fire. 
Frankenstein was afraid of fire. Mm, I don't think he I would, knew that. It was he made of metal, John, or is he like a human? But it just he had was, the metal bolts in his neck. That is, he was human. The bolts were there for the electricity, right? That ah, brought him back right. to life. That makes a lot more sense. Now, but I thought like if he was like metal, like Herman Munster, like seemingly was, <laughs> that the pucks would just ricochet at 200 miles per hour off of him, just like off of the post. Uh, John, you are a winner today in two lies, one what cup. What does he get? What do you get? What do you get for this? I get uh, to work another five glory. days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> John gets uh, to sit. No, John, this is your prize. Okay. All right. John, for winning today's Two Lies, One Cup, you and your wife this week will get to sit through not one but two graduation ceremonies. Oh. One of which will take place on an evening where hopefully the weather will not be too bad, yet you'll have to sit and watch 300 kids walk across the stage when you only care about one of them. <laughs> also, John, winning Two Lies, One Cup. As you watch your son Lucas attend his promotion ceremony, you'll have to sit through another ceremony that'll take place on Tuesday. Not as many kids to go through. Still, you only care about one. That is what you win today That's in Two wonderful. Lies in One Cup. I will say, by winning Two Lies in One Cup, I do think it might make you the foremost hockey authority in the entire building. Thanks, Aaron. I, I don't know if there's any like hockey gurus here. I remember our old producer. Eddie Garcia. Oh, Eddie yes. Garcia is one. I say yes. our, old, our old producer, Eric Roberts, was a big hockey guy. I remember that. But Buffalo Sabres. Yes. But I, 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 I would I would I would tend to say this, Aaron, if if John actually thought there was someone named Harry Pitts that he may not be our hockey expert as we thought, mm-hmm. because it was a question that he was possibly a a, a player, but still <laughs> you can't argue with John's winning percentage of thirty eight percent so far this year very in two nice. one cup. That's wow. very nice. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Not too very very <laughs> Pretty if I was job. shooting three pointers in tonight's game, I'd be a star. Correct at thirty eight percent, Aaron. You would be absolutely yes, okay. like Tyler yeah. Hero, who is not playing tonight. Yeah. as of right now, <laughs> maybe. No, don't start, Stay tuned for the update. Yeah. Uh, Discover brings you today's show. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you earn doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. A missed opportunity for one professional sports league: Royals and Cardinals playing right now and yeah Aaron we're of the age where that's what pops into our head when you hear that matchup well I'll tell you even though I know we've had interleague play for 20 plus years and uh, this is the first year where everybody is playing everybody there are still some weird interleague matchups that still catch me by surprise like Saturday night I'm in studio Otani's on the mound against the Marlins and Marlins Angels just felt weird even 20 plus years into if you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, 
business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, interleague play. I don't know why. So Cardinals, uh, uh, Royals feels normal. It's been a rivalry. They've played basically since the inception of interleague play. There are still some matchups, though, that I'm like, oh, that's that's just weird. You know, the, the one that, that, that messes with me, and it's, it's weird, as a kid growing up, the Brewers were in the American League and the Astros were in the National League. Sure. I cheered for the Astros when I was a kid. I was Glenn Davis was my favorite player. Then he got traded to the Orioles for for uh, it was for Pete Harnish, Steve Finley and Kurt Schilling was part of that Whoa. deal. They went to Houston as part of the uh, Glenn Davis deal. And I liked Bagwell and Biggio. And then the Brewers and Astros end up being in the same league because the Brewers switched to the National League. So then you kind of have the Astros fall out of favor. And then what happens? The Astros end up moving to the American League. I had no idea what to feel. Like, I, I didn't know. If like, I, it was it was such a mix of emotions because you're like, all right, once they were in opposite leagues, they're again in opposite leagues. But at once they were in the same actual division together. So I was completely messed up with that interleague. And this year with the Major League Baseball schedule, everybody's playing everybody. So you're going to get some of those unique uh, matchups that, yeah, just seem really weird to watch like Marlins Angels this past weekend. It was weird. I'm just saying it's only my opinion and everyone's allowed to to their opinion and I may sound like an idiot but it was just weird when I saw it on TV I know you also uh, have a problem with how Major League Baseball handles uh, certain holidays uh, Fourth of July is the big one that they, they don't maybe embrace the day as much as they should what is your thoughts on what are your thoughts on how they handle this Memorial Day holiday it was just a, it's a conversation you and I have had in previous years really surrounding July 4th and I think there's just sports that have done a good job historically uh, building something around a holiday, right? So the NBA historically has been associated with Christmas Day. I know the NFL is encroaching on that, but regardless, you think sports, Christmas Day, you think NBA, Thanksgiving, NFL, New Year's Day, college football. And a conversation you and I have had, and I actually saw Alex Rodriguez bring this up like at at another point separate of our conversation, is like... It just feels like there's two holidays smack dab in the middle of baseball season that baseball could blow out. Memorial Day, July 4th, where there's really not that much going on. I mean, Dan, you and I were obviously around all weekend. We weren't traveling. We're doing this show right now where you're just sitting around the house looking for something to put on. And there's nothing. And, 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 you know, there's regular season baseball. There, We're obviously waiting on a game seven. But... Mm-hmm. It just feels like there is a way for Major League Baseball, if not July 4th, certainly Memorial Day. And and to be clear, I understand Memorial Day is about bigger things than sports, obviously, you know, honoring our our, our veterans and and people that have fought for the country. I get that. But I'm just saying is like it just feels like there's a way to make it bigger, make it feel bigger, whether it's, um, you know, Dodgers Angels or Yankees Red Sox or Yankees Mets or just just set up matchups that people want to see and try to get people in front of a TV watching baseball all day. Yeah, I think that's I think that is part of uh, I think you 
you're correct in saying of of what Memorial Day is, and you don't want to make it seem like you're cashing in on on that on that holiday for the July different story. I'll also say this as crazy as this sounds, Aaron, um, depending on where you live in the country. There are schools that are still in session. Interesting. And, well, and, oh, but they're not going to school on Memorial Day, though. No, but no. But they're in session. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like Fourth of July, you know, like hey, family trip. You know, guess what? We're gonna, you know, we're gonna go. We're gonna drive to St. Louis. We're gonna go to a Cardinals game. You know, it's gonna be Fourth yeah. of July, like that sort of thing. It is the unofficial start of summer where people are doing this. You know, like traveling and maybe going out, maybe maybe going to the lake for the first time. You know, this year doing that sort of stuff. The Memorial Day having it on a Monday, being at the end of the week you know could be a little tricky but i get what you're saying they could have maybe even have done something this past weekend to you know just uh the unofficial start of summer use that sort of thing to 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 promote it it's it is it it is unique because not everybody's playing today either it's it's you know you got Mondays are days off a lot of times for four teams. Mondays are Thursdays if you're only playing six games in a week. And so this would have been this would have been an opportunity. But when I did see the slate, I saw, oh, okay, we got some got some day baseball going on. That's good. But not every team is playing today. Um, Maybe this past weekend they could have taken advantage. Check this upcoming weekend. You got Yankees Dodgers in L.A. There you go. Um, You know, maybe it would have been better served to take place, you know, this past weekend. Yeah. And I I think the point about school is pretty accurate. I mean, growing up in Connecticut, we were we went into the middle of june um i'm sure maybe you in the you know the 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 north northeast or Aaron, let's let's also remember we like us in the upper midwest also probably had snow days to make up oh yeah oh for sure i don't know i don't know if they do snow days anymore because now they figured out how to do school from home during covid but uh, we always had snow days like you had to you know tack on a day or two at the end of the year to make up for what you missed during the year i know for certain parts of the country it's sound crazy i mean i i think most years i was getting out of school around june 20th so june 15th to june 20th yeah so so yeah i guess that's fair um yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe this is strictly a July Fourth conversation, um, but yeah, it just feels like I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. But yeah, listen, well, that's a perfect example. Dodgers Yankees, like you make that a Memorial Day weekend thing, and it doesn't have to be. Oh, you know, make it a like oh because it's Memorial Day. But if you just put that series on a weekend when everyone has time off. It's going to make for great content, great whatever, and then obviously you're going to make your TV partners happy as well. I mean, imagine if, you know, I'm not saying it's apples to apples, but if if Fox had a, a Dodgers-Yankees game to go head-to-head tonight with, uh, you know, with Game 7, I'm not saying it would have totally cut into whatever, but it kind of would, so just a thought. Just a thought. You also could have done it just these past three days. You could have made it the unofficial start to summer, get your baseball on. You know, exactly. like that sort of thing. And then you yeah. don't have to make it about Memorial Day yeah. specifically. So. Totally, totally. I'm with you on that point. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show brought to you today by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Get him on Twitter at Dan Beyer. Find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Uh, coming up next, a big headline in the world world of sports when it comes to the nba we'll talk about it next year on fox sports radio 
Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio, and that was our progressive play of the day. Progressive making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Chicago Cubs radio network with the call as the Cubbies get the win over the Tampa Bay Rays. What a day that it has been in Major League Baseball. He had uh, Stroman with uh, his gem, as you heard right there, complete game, eight strikeouts. Royals took a perfect game into the eighth inning against the Cardinals. Guardians went and blanked the O's today. Maybe fittingly, the O's put up the O and 5 nothing defeat. But Aaron Torres, uh, who is in with me, Dan Beyer, as we are in for Doug Gottlieb here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, there is big breaking news in the world of the NBA. Let's go over to the news desk with Matsi Milano. Breaking news from Fox Sports. I love breaking news. They're fun. It's a lot. It is a lot. lot. And and it's a real report, too. It is a real one. All right, guys. According to ESPN, the Philadelphia 76ers have a new head coach, Nick Nurse. No details yet on how many years or how much, but now he gets to coach MVP Joel Embiid. That is... I put it this way: Maybe the tea leaves were moving that way when he withdrew from the Bucks gig. Um, don't know if it's a chicken and the egg deal. If Nurse withdrew and then it was Adrian Griffin, or maybe he got the sense that Adrian Griffin was getting the Bucks job, so Nurse is like, "Hey, I'm out. I'm not you know, I'm not going to pursue this." But I'm actually surprised in the fact that Nurse wants to coach again this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, not not that he wouldn't. <laughs> period. But just thought maybe he'd want to take a year off. Take a little break. Had quite the run in Toronto, um, but back into it with Philadelphia and Joel Embiid. And who knows they're going to get James Harden uh, to return because there's a lot of a lot of noise about him going back to the Rockets once uh, free agency hits. But uh, interesting to, to go to the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, yeah, I'm surprised he's coaching. Good to be quite honest. I thought maybe that once these vacancies would happen, he would just take a year off and try to recalibrate. But he's been mentioned in all of the top names and now takes uh, one of the top jobs. Yeah, it's one I, I know we have this job because we have to have like strong, bold opinions. But I can't feel strongly one way or another until I know what the roster looks like. I mean, if they're going to completely run it back with James Harden, with obviously Embiid and Tyrese Maxey, like, again, it's kind of like the Celtics conversation, right? Is like we kind of saw it. They haven't gotten over the hump, and I don't know. Like I don't know. I, I've never felt that the coach was the problem as much as it was, you know, guys disappearing in big moments. So, like, okay, he's coming back. I get it, but until I know what the core of that team is, and if changes are even being made, I guess that's it's hard for me to get too excited. Nick Nurse, the head coach of the 76ers. That'll take some getting used to. All right, let's run down a couple of headlines with the press. The press. All right, Monty, a couple of quick hitters here as yeah, we wrap up. This story show. just came out on ESPN. It's about the Nuggets as they're preparing to see who they are going to face in the NBA Finals. Tonight, it's Game 7. We know that. But the Nuggets, their last game was on May 22nd. Game 1 is going to be this Thursday. That's a lot of time off. And I guess for the first time, Michael Malone, the head coach, said today they actually worked on, worked on things that both the Celtics 
and the heat do just to be prepared. Prior to today, they weren't doing that. They were just focusing on conditioning, their pace, their purpose, and working on all of the things that they need to do. But today, they decided to take a different approach and actually work on what they both do in case of who wins. But that they're ready. In fact, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope says that he's actually really surprised at how focused the team still is despite this long break that they're having. He can't believe it. He says everybody has the same energy. Nothing has faded. They're ready to play. They're antsy, but like their mental, you know, excitement yeah, and their yeah. focus is there. It has not changed. Well, that's easier said than done. I agree. Um, I, I thought you should have said May 22nd, 2023, because I think we do need the year for how long it's been. Not a surprise. I think Aaron and I agree that whatever team shows up in Denver on Thursday is probably going to be gassed. You know, so um, I love Denver on Thursday, no matter who they play. And that's. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. I mean, plus, plus the, the you know the, the the legs and the the altitude and all that. Aaron and I aren't going anywhere. Neither is Monty. Stick around here on Fox Sports Radio. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.